1: Welcome to Geek
2: Vibes
1: Live! This is Phil Lamar, John Stewart on Justice League, and Hermes Conrad from Futurama, and Samurai Jack, and you're listening to Geek Vibes Nation.
3: Welcome, welcome, welcome to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live. Thank you, Phil Lamar, for that amazing drop. I I, I still fan out about the fact that he did that for us. Uh, welcome, welcome to another welcome. episode of Geek Vibes Live. I am your host, Juwan, and I am joined by my lovely co-host. Uh, let me name them off. Nick, what's going on, Nick? What up?
2: Mm. All right.
4: Wow! (laughs) I was just keeping it short and simple, man. We got five people on this show. We got to keep this shit rolling, bro.
3: Absolutely, man. Nothing wrong with that. Kaden, what's going on?
5: Not much. Let's go. Let's keep it short and sweet. So there you go.
3: All right, this is going to be a very depressing episode. episode.
5: Joel, what's going on?
2: (laughs) Good afternoon, everyone. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
3: my God. All right, we should just end the show. Hey, Marky Mark, um, what's up, bro? Dane, Dane, bring it home, man. What's going on? Bring some excitement to this, man.
1: Uh, <laughs> Goodbye. Fuck. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we tried. We tried. Um, we have a packed show. So much to talk about. I want to start off with something very quickly Um, because I think it is becoming – a very serious problem with uh, this geek fandom of today and the fact that the Internet is is something, well, not Internet, but social media is something that people can turn from being a fun tool to communicate with friends to a weapon. Um, as of, uh, I think it was either yesterday or, or the day before, Ruby Rose uh, is no longer on Twitter uh, and disabled her Instagram comments Due to negativity, she was getting uh, because of her getting the role as Batwoman. Uh, I just want to say to the fan base, you guys have to stop. Like this is this is really becoming an issue. I get it. Maybe Ruby Rose wasn't who you wanted to be uh, Batwoman. Maybe you don't think she looks like uh, the the character. Whatever you you have to stop with the the online bullying. Uh it's it's become way too much. I believe the young lady from Star Wars had the same issue. You have to remember they are playing a character. That is it. If it if it's not the character that you want it to be or how you want it to be, uh that's an issue you take with showrunners, not the actual actor or actress. Uh she did not deserve the hate, the unnecessary hate that she was getting. Uh, and it's it's really sad that uh, our fan base that we we're, were I thought was going to be positive about the fact that we're even getting a character like that on the CW um, to, to spin it into a negative and shame on you guys who thought that was something constructive to do with your time. Uh, and it's a real shame that people would stoop that low. Ruby, uh, as someone that I really hope we can have on our show very soon, uh, we are fans of the casting. Dane actually uh, nailed it by casting you himself uh, on a fan cast a long time ago. I did. Um, So we are all fans of you becoming Batwoman. We cannot wait to see what greatness you bring to the character. Sorry to start it off on this whole sobby, sad note, but I just wanted to address the fact that the the few – fans or quote-unquote fans that think this is something constructive to do, uh, it's a detriment to the great fans out there who use their time to be positive. Uh, So shame on you guys. And, Ruby, you have nothing but our support, and we can't wait to see you nail Batwoman this fall. Um, Sorry about that, guys. Just wanted to get that out because I am a fan of Ruby Rose and what she's been doing as an actress. Uh, and what she's bringing to this character. So just wanted to get that out there. Uh, did anyone have anything they wanted to add on that before we move any further?
4: Yeah, really. like, calm those people. Like, I yeah, mean, just, just, just to be cool. quick about well, it, like, yeah, fuck them, uh, fuck trolls who, whether, you know, it's people who actually have, uh, like, they don't like her as the choice or they think she's just like an easy target or whatever, whatever it may be. Like uh, fucking get a hobby, dude. Like stop trying to troll people yeah, on like the totally internet. Volcano. And yeah, like, fuck you. Volcanoes. That's, 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 that's my up. Fuck you. Uh, Dane. <laughs> yeah. Hang
1: gliding lessons over volcanoes. in Hawaii should be a new hobby. Possibly. Um, I don't have time for that. uh, I hate how fucking disgusting it gets on social media from people. It just, like, brings out the worst sometimes in these people that probably just come off normal in their real life. It's just kind of pathetic and sad. But uh, whether it be, you know, the girl from Star Wars or the girl from Titans that's playing, um, you know, Starfire or Ruby Rose, at least I got an actress that's actually a lesbian and has some type of calling with her, Rolling Orange is New Black. And let me just say, it's a fucking CW show. So, anyone that's going over the moon about the acting, it's a fucking CW show. I love all those shows, but, you know, she'll be serviceable and she'll probably learn a lot through this role on the show. Get the fuck over it. Quit being ridiculous about this stuff. It's just, it's, it's kind of sad, and you're just pathetic. You're a pathetic troll. And, like I said, Gliding Over vol- Volcanoes. It, it seems like a wonderful thing. Try it out. I'm sure there's an entire brochure on it.
4: Yeah, and, absolutely, uh, th- and yeah, Kelly Marie Tran is um, who played Rose in in Star Wars, and um, I'm going to be writing an article very soon, of like in defense of the Last Jedi in general, but particularly in defense of Kelly Marie Tran uh, and her character of Rose because. Like, I get that it's not the greatest Star Wars character of all time, but the amount of hate that this character is getting is just, it's ridiculous. And honestly, like, I think there's some, um, I mean, obviously a lot of people don't like the movie um, in general, but I think there's some very chauvinistic uh reasons behind particularly why people don't like her character. So I'm going to address that in an article that I'm going to be writing for the website very soon.
3: Absolutely. And we're looking forward to that, man. But uh, like you guys have said, these trolls, man, it's, it's it's a detriment. It's not helpful. It's not constructive. It's just a detriment. And like I said, shame on them. Uh, but let's, let's move on. Um, just wanted to get that out. I'm glad we all got a chance to kind of give a middle finger to those trolls. Uh, thank you, Joelle and Kanan, for speaking up uh, so uh, greatly as you guys did. Uh, but now I heard Joelle. I,
5: I did hear Joelle. I, said, before, uh, and I thought I thought I heard Kanan. I said nothing. Scream, so I they, they didn't contribute. To add. I mean, no, no, but nobody ever came around to me. So I mean, I thought we were in turn. So I was just waiting my turn. again.
3: <laughs> no. oh, I didn't pass it. I just asked, did anyone want to say it? Anyway, Kanan, we'll get back to you, man, before we end the show. Um, let's, move on. Um, let's, talk, uh, let's talk some Sony news. Uh, for a lot of people, I know they hear that and they go, Sony news, that can't be good. It's probably not. But let's talk about it nonetheless. Um, we got some news. Uh, we had a report uh, that came out saying Venom is possibly going to be rated PG-13. Uh, a lot of people were saying the reason was to stay in the same realm uh, as where Spider-Man is, so hopefully they could blend the two worlds uh, at, at some point so they don't have to drastically change one to fit the other. Um, these are reports. We do, I do not think we have an official rating for Venom yet. Uh, Joel, Kane, and Nick Dane, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think we got the official rating yet. Uh, so this is all just speculation um, it's probably going to be PG-13 it, it probably will I mean and let me say this a lot of people are like oh man but I was really hoping for that rated R Venom kind of like biting a head off um, we don't know because we just saw like a, a glimpse of it from the trailer we don't know if in that original shot they were actually showing him literally ripping the guy's head off so it it always could have been a thing of like a quick cut to where you see him really largely open his mouth and then it like shows the lady. Maybe it was like a quick cut like that. So all this stuff that we were assuming was going to be like super violent, super gory. I don't think the director ever said that's what he was shooting for. But I do remember that they they were saying it was probably going to be rated R uh, for the stuff that they wanted to do with Venom. I get that they don't want it to be rated R if they're trying to mesh it. With uh, Tom Holland's Spider Man, so that when you bring his Spider Man in, you don't have to drastically change the tone of Venom to now fit Spider Man, if that's the case. But Joel, I'll go to you first. What are your thoughts on the reports of it being PG thirteen
2: instead of rated R? I think it's bullshit. In my opinion. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, if he's not in the movie, who gives a shit if he's if it's rated R or PG? I mean, like. I mean if it's p g thirteen like well, the whole point of doing venom is because he's a darker character, he's got fucking really sharp teeth that he should we should be able to see him use, right like what's the point of having sharp teeth if you're not gonna use, them? and we can't use them effectively? all we're gonna see him do is chew off fucking uh icky shit that's it. We're never actually going to see him do anything actually the purpose of him being violent like i don't I don't get the point. it just doesn't make sense to me, but if if we're getting a watered down venom which is what I did. The whole point of doing Venom is I thought the R was a big part of it when it was initially uh, announced. But now to find out it's going to be PG-13, and it means they're going to probably not go all the way in certain areas. Maybe it'll be a hard PG-13, as I I, I hear people say sometimes. But it's whatever. Honestly, it's whatever. Uh, If they want to do it just because they want Spider-Man down the line – uh, I get I get the idea cuz I I always said that it'd be impossible to do an R-rated Spider-Man because it, he draws too well for kids. Uh and so I I get the purpose of that. But with Venom and you don't have Venom and Spider-Man in the same movie, I thought that would be a good way for them to do a darker R you know R-rated Venom. But hey, if they if this is what they feel, fine. As long as the movie's good, I I'll, I won't even give a shit, honestly. But so but let them worry about that. That should be their key. We have a good movie. If they have a good movie, no one will even care at the end of the day.
3: All right, so let me ask you before I pass it on. If the official rating is PG-13, do you still have the same faith in this movie that you would have if it was a rated R film?
2: I'm less excited. That's about it. It's that same shit. Okay. I still don't know what, how to feel about it. I'll just be less excited. That's all.
3: Okay. Not a problem. Uh, Kanan, I'll go to you. What are your thoughts on the reports of Venom being PG-13? Does that matter to you? Uh, do you think we're kind of being robbed of some of the the more natural elements of Venom by reducing the rating to PG-13?
5: I think we all, like, assumed, I think people assumed based on rumors and stuff that the movie would actually be rated R, but Sony, I don't think, has ever come out and said that was the direction they were ever going to go with it. Um, and even, uh, I think there was a, uh, either a quote from uh, Avi Arad who said that Venom, you know, was the kids love Venom. And when he made that comment, I think that pretty much established that they weren't going to probably go for a, a, an R type rating. Um, we also have to think about where Sony's going with this, uh, you know, this universe. I mean, right now, they don't have any. Plans or that they're telling us to include Spider Man, but if they want to include him, you know, they probably are going to want to set it up in a PG 13 world and not this hard R, uh, you know, rated R world. Now, I I think Venom is an R rated character, but I think done right, he can still be scary in this movie. Um, I don't think they necessarily have to make him gory. Um, I think in the shot where if he does eat somebody, it may be kind of, you know, you see him, you know, maybe eating the guy but it's not necessarily a whole lot of blood or uh stuff like that. I mean they can they can really get away with quite a bit in a PG thirteen film, uh, and, and still make it, you know, scary enough. I mean, there's a lot of horror movies that come out that are PG thirteen and that's to bring in that uh under eighteen crowd that they know are gonna go and watch it. Um, the only thing I think will hurt is if they develop carnage. I think he has to be rated R. Mm -hmm. I think he's just that type of character. He's too sinister. He's too psychopathic. uh, He's just a murderer. He's a crazy psychopath murderer. And I think you're really going to have to, you know, I think you would have to go there, um, you know, in the future. I don't, you know, like I said, I don't know where they're going to go after this. You know, I think they're banking on this movie doing well. Um, they still might make the Morbius film. Um, but as far as the rated R goes, it's not going to make me not want to watch it. But uh, I see where people would be a little upset, you know, that you're, you're not going to establish Spider-Man in this universe. You might as well go all out. I mean, I think they could get away with it. Uh, you know, Morbius, Craven, all of those could be rated R movies.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think out of all the movies uh, with the villains
5: <clears throat> that Sony's looking
3: to do, I think the one that I never would have thought would have been PG thirteen would have been Venom. I, I I can I can uh-huh. get behind a PG thirteen Craven. Like Craven doesn't need to be drastically violent. Like that's never been no. Craven. So that makes sense. If you did a PG thirteen Craven, you telling me you want to do a PG thirteen Venom? to attract a younger audience in case you want to then bring in Spider-Man kind of doesn't make sense to me. It's just like, like to me, Venom should approach it the same way the movie It did, to where it's like the movie's obviously not for, like, little kids. It's in its own world. So what you could do with Venom is instead of the idea of bringing Spider-Man into Venom's world, if this movie is, like, a really good movie, does well in the box office, work something out with Kevin Feige that you put Venom in Spider-Man's world. So it's not as dark. It doesn't have to have the killing. You don't have to have the murderous psychopaths. It's a different world. Just like I'm sure if Daredevil went into uh, a Peter Parker world, it would not be as dark as it is in the Netflix world that that he lives in. So to me, it's okay to have two separate worlds that the two live in without you having to rob us of that experience. And like you said, Kanan, If you make this PG-13, what are you going to do if you're able to have a sequel with Carnage? Are you going to then up that to rated R? Because then you'd lose that same fan base you were trying to create by making a PG-13. Anyway, Nick, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what are are your thoughts on the rumors of Venom possibly being PG-13 over rated R?
4: Well, first things first, I think the whole notion that it has anything to do with trying to incorporate Spider-Man later on, um, I think that's utter bullshit. I don't think it has anything to do with that. Um, because, like you said, Juwan, if they want to, like if if the the bridge is is met, and you know, Sony and Kevin Feige and and Disney come up with a way to incorporate these characters together, obviously Sony's characters are going to acquiesce to the tone that. Uh, Marvel has set up, and the thing is, the movie has already been shot. It's not like it's not like the the, the rating is going to change the tone of the film. That's not what's going to happen. They're just going to cut out any sort of excess gore, um, and and you know, essentially um, try their best to keep it in the PG-13 realm. And the reason they want to do that is to be able to. Sell as many tickets as possible and, and and reach a broader audience, and I get that, and I don't I ultimately don't have a problem with that. I'm glad you brought up it, Jawan, because I just watched it last night for the first time. Um, I finally wow. saw it, and yeah, um, I just you know I, I'm not a big horror movie buff, but you know I I sat down. It's on HBO right now, so I sat down and watched it last night, um, and that is like perfectly the tone, and I was going to say this even before you brought it up, that is, like, perfectly the tone of the Venom movie that, like, when, in in one of the opening scenes, um, spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't seen it, but, like, it happened in the first five minutes, so... Um, but, like, when he, like, you know, reaches out and bites off a um, uh, mm-hmm. little kid's arm, mm-hmm. like, that mm-hmm. that is kind of, like, what I had in my mind for Venom. Like, I want that kind of... Um, that kind of stuff, and, and and interestingly enough, before you said anything, you want, I was like pulling up IMDb and looking up it. Like, was that rated R? Because like when I watched it, um, I was like, maybe this was this seems like an R movie because they they're saying fuck a lot, but I don't think the violence is is like I think you could get away with this kind of violence in a PG thirteen movie because it wasn't overly gory at all. I mean, the worst. The worst part was that all the blood coming out of the, the, the sink in that one scene um, was probably, like, the quote-unquote glorious part. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think they could get away with a PG-13 rating. I just hope that it, like, it's not going to drastically change anything. And when I go back to um, other than it is Logan, and I think about Logan, and I say... They could have gotten away with a PG-13 rating for Logan. I'm glad they didn't because it was awesome, especially in that Berserker scene. To finally see like him stabbing motherfuckers and like blood just gushing out, like things that we've seen in the comics for you know years upon years, finally come to the screen because you know James Mangold and um, and uh, uh, 20th Century Fox finally had the guts. To say, yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do an R-rated movie um, because we don't think this this kind of movie is going to be ultimately hurt by us making it R because the people who are gonna come see this movie are not you know your your teeny bopper um, type people those are the people who are gonna be drawn to this movie but I can see wh- why like a horror esque movie would have that sort of stigma. So I can see why they want to do it. I just hope it doesn't rob the movie of, you know, its, its character. Um, and I, I think they can get by with it, like Kanan said. I think they can they can possibly pull it off. It's just, it's to me, it's just like, why? Because I don't think it's, I, ultimately, I don't think it's going to really hurt your bottom line that much. Um Maybe by a million dollars or two, like something in that in that kind of ballpark. But I don't think it's going to hurt it a whole hell of a lot. And you know, wh- I mean, we'll see. But I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm mixed on it. You know, I, I, like I said, I can see why they're doing it, but I, I do have my my qualms with it.
3: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's it's one of those things where it's like I, I get it because the fan base is like. We didn't ask for a Venom movie, and then when you gave it to us, you're telling me that you're making it PG-13? Like, that that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, give us the actual Venom that is, like Joel said, biting people's heads off, maybe even Mm -hmm. separating bot. Like, give us the, the true Venom that we want. I'm sitting here looking at the rating for Infinity War, albeit nowhere near as... Uh, graphic as far as the violence as you would expect a Venom movie to be, but the point I'm making is, if you bring Venom into a Spider-Man movie, let's not forget, they showed Thanos strangling Loki to the point where you saw blood yeah. coming out of his nose and his mouth, They snapped yeah. his neck. Not like snapped it, like twisted it, but like you heard the crack you heard of it. him yeah. snapping his neck. Yeah. And then, you saw Thanos stab Tony Stark right through the chest. Like, it's, it, it has violence in it that Go ahead. I'm
4: sorry. I I was just gonna say, the MPAA is is super super weird. Like you you like when you when you put forth your your movie and you ask for a rating and they send you back a rating, you're not allowed to like cite other movies as to like why your movie should be rated a certain rating. <laughs> right. Like, South Park went through this ad nauseum when they did Bigger, Longer, Uncut because it was NC-17 when they first rated it. And, like, Matt and Trey, like, went back and forth with them and they they have, like, a a documentary or a, a short or something, an interview where they talk about this. But, like, it's it's really, really, really weird the way that this organization works and the way that they dictate ratings. So, like, where they would be willing to give a pass to... Um, Disney and Marvel, they might not be willing to give that same pass to Sony's Marvel. Um, it, it, it's, it's weird how all of that works. Um, so, yeah. you know, I, mean, I, I don't know if that, that may have any kind of um, realm as to what we're talking about, as to what you can and can't get by with.
3: No, I get that. I'm just saying when you watch Infinity War, you would kind of go, I don't really know if I want to take my – six or seven-year-old, even though it had oh, yeah. all the superheroes from, like, his cartoons, I don't know if I'd want to take them to see it. And Infinity War still was a huge box office smash, even though that's something that might have terrified a six-year-old. So what I'm saying is you bringing Venom into uh, this universe, making it rated R, and then incorporating Spider-Man in it, that shouldn't affect your bottom dollar because it's like – it didn't affect Infinity War, even though I'm pretty sure you still shouldn't take a six-year-old to go see it. But, Dane, uh, what are your thoughts on <clears throat> Venom possibly being PG-13 over rated R?
1: Well, what I'm hoping is that, you know, they were trying to go for something that was, like, borderline. They sent it to the MPAA with a, basically a, a more rated R cut. And they were the ones who were like, nope, you gotta do this, 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 and this and take it out, and kind of that's the reason where they got because um, different from what you know what was said or rumored with Tom Holland. This could be them trying to make sure that their first character that could be you know their Spider Man, if you will, their Venom is actually you know it can link between all of them and you know try to get the uh, you know. Um, the, uh, the large market of the audience, basically, hooked within it. You know, not not us comic book nerds and stuff like that, but, you know, the general going market. So if that's the case, you know, and they're trying to make Venom their first superhero character, I can see them trying to go for a lower rating. Honestly, I if they had a rated R movie, that's that would be great, but I understand why it worked for uh, Logan and Deadpool, but I'm also of the mind that I'm kind of getting sick of this concept where, it's like we need a rated our, you know, movie rating for certain movies, uh, comic book movies, stuff like that, for certain characters. You know, Venom, Venom is a very dark character, and I've definitely read comic books where he does some pretty uh, vicious things. But I've also, throughout the 90s, a lot of stuff that would have happened, especially if Carnage was involved, you know, was either off screen or in a position framed in the artwork where, you know, it wasn't like a direct person in their head, eaten off, um, Especially with Ultimate Spider-Man, which is one of my favorite series with that that Venom, um, so I don't think it's necessary for the character to be rated R. I, with with I just like I said, I'm hoping that they didn't if they had a rated R cut or something close to that 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 could have really been PG-13, and they kind of screwed them a little bit. Uh, the, the MPAA, I, I hope that that's not the case, but I don't need Venom necessarily to be rated R if they kind of had that going into it. You know, I'm sure they're going to be able to show a lot. Um, just not everything, and if they use cinematography, it should be fine. Um, the only thing I'm worried about, actually, is what Kanan uh, brought up, is Carnage. Carnage is a little bit different of a beast. Uh, that's, that's, I mean, I guess technically I can't put Carnage in the same same way as the Joker from The Dark Knight, but that was a pretty sick and twisted character, uh, but, I mean, Joker's more playful, while is more, you know, just ripped people's throats out, so... I don't know, it, it, it's a hard comparison, but The Dark Knight basically is PG-13, so I think they can get away with a lot, that's my only apprehension, not so much Venom and the movie being needed to be rated R, but Carnage to me, over Vez, is definitely a rated R character, so I don't know how they incorporate that, but then again, we have no idea if, um, you know, if Woody Harrelson is playing Fleet of Chaos, he been confirmed yet, we're just assuming it, it makes sense, they haven't shown him in any of the promos, but still, that's also that too, so I don't know. And what you said about Tom Holland coming back might be another reasoning of, like, you know, why they want to incorporate it. But like you said, I mean, you can match tones that are differently from the movie. Uh, so, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, uh, I hope that the movie hasn't been comp- compromised for its rating. Uh, but at the same time, I didn't need the character to be rated dark per se.
3: You know, you know what I compare it to, Dane? Because that's a really good point that you bring up. Not every character <clears throat> needs to be... Rated R. But you know what I compare it to? I compare it to... I'm pretty sure that Daredevil Season 2, if it was a movie, probably would have been rated R. Um, oh, yeah. Because of, like, that really intense score. What I'm trying to compare it to is Punisher in that Season 2 was about as hard of a rated R as you could possibly get. But he did not need to be. But see how much fun it was to see Punisher as a rated R character? What I'm saying is if you do Venom, just don't strip away Venom to make it PG-13. If you're telling me I can still get the Venom that I, know and, that I know and love under that PG-13, I'm completely fine with it. I have no issues. won't change me. But if you're telling me you had to strip away certain things or certain aspects to fit under that PG-13, that's when I'm going to go, uh, I, I, I don't know about that. I, don't, I mean, like, like Nick was saying. Logan didn't necessarily need to be rated R, but do you see how much fun it was? The fact that it was, and we could see that berserker scene. We could see X-23 putting her uh, her foot claw through a guy's throat. Like that is just that's <laughs> yeah. what you that that's fun. That's fun to see in in your movies from those characters that can go that different level. So to me, it to, Venom isn't go ahead. I'm
4: sorry. You can just write the script the way you want to write it and, and shoot it the way it's written, and you don't have to worry about anything if you're making it rated at heart. It's like, is, right. is, there any, is there anybody on this panel who legitimately thinks that Venom was written and then directed exactly how it was written, and then they didn't have to leave things on the cutting room floor to make it a PG-13 rating? I highly doubt that. Like if they are yep. going for PG thirteen, then they definitely had to leave things on the cutting room floor as far as what they had originally intended. And again, yep. uh, like like Dane said, like I'm not necessarily opposed to it. I get it. I understand why they want to do that. It's just you know it, it's it's how much to me it, it boils down to how much are you leaving on the cutting room floor. Um, and if you look at something like Logan, you'd be leaving a lot, like, what you would be leaving is a lot of the gore and a lot of the, um, a lot of the, um, uh, expletives because, like, you can get yeah. by with basically one F word per PG-13 movie, that's usually the, the rule of thumb, um, and there was a lot of those in, in Logan. So if the script was written with that, like, like, give me that. And, and, again, like, I go back to It because, like, It had a bunch of F-bombs. Like, that dude from um from Stranger Things, like that, who played the, the kind of wisecracking kid in It, uh, who did a great job, by the way. I was, like, I was really impressed with him. Um, but, like, he was dropping F-bombs left and right, and I was just like, God, this kid is hilarious. I love it. Um, but, you know, I mean, you, you can't get by with that in a PG-13, and I honestly think you take a movie like it, and and they could have gotten away with a PG thirteen rating with a few tweaks here or there, and they were like, no, like we made the movie we wanted to make. You gave it an R rating, that's cool, like it's it's our whatever, and they still made buku dollars. Like I think Venom yeah. would be able to still make that kind of it money, um, with an R rating. Um, so it does. It just concerns me a little bit that they're um, potentially trying to cut out those things that could make it, you know, uh, just a better movie, a more fluent movie, and more true to the script that was written for it.
3: The fact that it comes out in two months,
4: (laughs) we will definitely
3: have concrete, uh, you know, decision on whether or not it's it's PG-13 or rated R, uh, especially when they go into full-blown promotion mode. So, Hopefully we get something relatively soon so it can ease us and prepare us for whatever we see on screen. Uh, But nonetheless, it's just something fun to talk about because, like we said at the beginning of this, none of this is confirmed. So we could be (laughs) completely going into something that could be completely something else come the actual official release of the movie. Uh, But let's move on to a topic I'm pretty sure rating is the last thing we're concerned about. Um, Silver and Black... Uh, that movie is being uh, apparently scrapped. Instead, Sony will separate them into two separate movies. Why? Um, Joel, uh, my first <laughs> question to you is, is
2: why is any of this
3: still happening, man? <laughs>
4: why do I have a feeling know, that y'all have to this prior? They want that Wonder Woman money? Oh, Lord. Uh,
2: I don't know what Sony. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm. A, I was just happy with Venom, and then they're like, "No, we want everybody from like the the bottom of the barrel from Spider-Man. We can use jackpot. I want all that shit. Bring it all in. Like I don't give a fuck. Honestly, I, I didn't like. I didn't like the idea of a silver and black movie. And now you're telling me that they're gonna separate the two of them because I guess there's enough. I I guess there's enough there for a movie. Um, without Spider-Man. I mean, it's, again, they're all going to be without Spider-Man, I guess, right? So, why not? I mean, if they could pull it off, why not? But, I mean, everything, everything's going to start with Venom. And then, obviously, I think Mor- Mor- Morbius will probably be next. So, if those two movies do well, I could see the others going through. But Silver and Black, uh, or Silver Sable now, her own movie, and Black Cat, I'm always willing to give it a chance. I'm not going to say, look, if they're going to make it, I'm going to watch it. Regardless, um, but I I have no personal intrigue. I have no. I don't care about those characters that much, especially without Spider Man. Like, I love I like Black Cat a lot, but I like her interacting with Spider Man. I've always wanted to see her in a Spider Man movie at some point. Um, but yeah, I don't don't care. If they, they got to make me care, so once it gets to that point where they have to like get the director, get an actor, uh, get a good script. Uh, and then they, then we get some pictures. Then I'll get more interested. As of right now, it's like, uh, oh sure, why not? I guess. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. No.
3: I. I, I think, think what I think, I think Sony's boardroom meetings go like this. Like, all right, let's get a writer. Cool, we got a writer. Let's get a director. Cool, we got a director. Let's get one of the biggest. Let's get a huge name as the actor, and then everyone will be okay with it. I think that is exactly yeah. how every single one of these meetings has gone. And I'm going to be completely honest. Can we honest. get an no ice cream cake? I'm going to be completely – say it again. <laughs> Can we get an ice cream
2: cake? Don't worry sure, about it. Sure, why not? <laughs>
3: um, no, what I'm saying is it, 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 it's been working. Think about this. If you told us two Drop years up. ago that Sony was making a Venom movie, we wouldn't have cared. Once Tom Hardy's name was attached to it and we actually saw that it was happening, we were like, okay, sure. Let's see. Same thing with Morbius. Mm -hmm. I think if they said a Morbius Mm -hmm. movie was being made two years ago, we would care less. You then add in um, Jared Leto, we're intrigued. So I think Sony's Mm -hmm. like, we got a good recipe going here. If we can just keep giving them characters that normally people wouldn't care about, but we give them household names, they'll be intrigued enough to come see it. And so far, I'm intrigued to see Venom in two months. I'm really intrigued to see Morbius when it comes out. So it's a recipe that seems like they have some idea of a plan, and it seems like it might possibly be working. Um, But, James, what are your thoughts on a movie I'm pretty sure not even the comic book creators of these characters care about? (laughs)
1: Um. (laughs) God. Let's think in for a second. I, I, I really thought that they should not have made this film because the only thing these two characters have in common is their women, and uh, that's about it. Like, So I get what they're doing. They're trying to go, like I said, for that Wonder Woman money, that eventual Captain Marvel money, and uh, they're splitting mm-hmm. it into two separate properties. You can do a lot with Silver Sable, and she's not someone that needs so much a dependency on, on Spider-Man. Uh, I think she's a mercenary, mm-hmm. you know. You can do like a spy film with her, you know, kind of give her own thing. That's fine. Get a good enough, you know, actress. To ha- Obviously, they're going for decently big names for each character. Black Cat, get her the fucking Spider Man movie. There's no point in having her in her own film. I think that's kind of just weird, just strange to me. Um, I have no idea. I don't know if it was the animated series or only, or if it actually happened in the comic but so I remember Felicia Hardy, who was Black Cat, eventually got, mm-hmm. had a romantic. Um, Thing with Morbius, Michael Morbius, uh, before he became the vampire. So they could incorporate her in that, uh, you know, kind of uh, start her off in that and then branch her out. I don't know how the fuck they would do that. I'm just trying to figure out. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that they play checkers a lot over at Sony during their board meetings. And uh, Amy Pascal probably sings karaoke songs when they drink lots of fucking tequila. I have no fucking clue what's that um, This is the same company that got all their emails hacked about a year and a half ago and were just coming up with the most ridiculous concept ever, uh, which eventually got a Spider-Man involved with Marvel, so that's good, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't really care. I'm glad they're not doing movies together. Uh, I don't think that they really need movies. The thing is that you got to look at it in the opposite realm is that there was this time period when Marvel was giving us a bunch of characters. You know, a lot of people knew who the Hulk was, some of them knew Thor, but there were newer characters, especially Iron Man. That was, that was definitely taking a gamble that they bred life in with a good actor, a good director, and it seems like they're copying that format a little bit. Uh, so, well, I mean, maybe they're the ones who wrote the format originally, Spider-Man books, You get what I'm saying. You know? They, maybe mm-hmm. they're going to try to get people interested in these characters, and it can cause more Mark fans that just get into them because of the movies and really don't know dog shit about the fucking comic I don't know. A lot of positive stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sure. Um,
3: We talk about it all the time. Uh, Iron Man was not like a household name. They definitely was not. Uh, But I mean, it had a really good director. It had uh, an actor who was a good actor, but was, you know, trying to get back into the swing of things. Uh, And you had you had everything led by Kevin Feige. Um, You know, and it just it was a huge, it was a really good recipe that Marvel Studios had built with that first movie. But like you said, it was a huge gamble. Quite like Venom. Is. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. Um but Kanan, what are you, what are your thoughts on this whole mess of a silver sable um movie being split? Uh, no, uh yeah, sorry. Yeah, what are your thoughts silver
2: on the movie black. being
5: split? Silver and black, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Blue Lost the Chain thoughts so horrible.
2: But what are your thoughts? <laughs>
5: I I honestly really thought this movie was never going to get made, and it came true. Um, The director is also, you know, that was also writing the script. Uh, I think it was something that she wanted to do, uh, but now she's, uh, I guess she's she's got another gig in line uh, that Mm -hmm. she apparently probably wants to do more because she's going to go and do that. I think that kind of is what sunk this. Uh, movie. Um, they they still kind of want her own as producer, um, but she's not going to direct any of the uh, the standalone films based on uh, that report. Um, but I think it's just I think it's exactly like DC did. They came out with these movies and they said this is our slate and this is what now. Sony's done the same thing, but I just I just don't see it. I think it's all gonna. I think it all comes down to Venom. Uh, And I don't think there's much there. I know they want to get this. I think they want to get a female-driven universe going as well because they also talked about doing the Silk movie and Vixen. But I don't know, man. I'm with Dane. I I think those. I think those characters are just better uh, supplemental characters. Uh, I mean, look how long it's taken us to get a Black Widow film, uh, and we still don't know any details on that. Uh, I mean, yes, we got Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman. But, I mean, I just can't see there being any real need for them uh, for a Silver Sable or a Black Cat movie right now. I think it'd be better to introduce them in uh, in the Spider-Man universe uh, and then, you know, maybe move on uh, with that character. But, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what Sony's doing, but it, it's, it's like Fox's Gambit and Multiple Man and all that stuff. It's just I, – I don't see it happening. I mean, it doesn't bum me yeah. out that it's not happening because I really don't care. I mean – I don't have any interest in those movies. Uh, now, Craven and, and Morbius and stuff like that, yes, but um, I mean, like I said, and I would see a Black Widow movie now, but if Black Widow had come out um, before Avengers or, or anything like that, I don't know that there would have been necessarily the need. I think the demand is more now because we know of her character and we know that she's on her way out almost.
3: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> to be honest with you, a Silk movie I was really interested in. Excuse me. I, I would love a Silk movie, uh, so I'm going to put that out there. I just don't need these – These, I, I, I don't know. Cause I guess you consider Silk a, a secondary character, but I just think you could do a lot more with that character uh, than you can with the Silver and Black uh, two solo <laughs> movies. Uh, but, Nick, what are your thoughts on Silver and Black? to be two
4: solo movies. All right. Well, I'm going to be an outlier here. I think y'all are all fucking crazy. Um, I love this idea, um, namely because uh, well, for several reasons. One, I think the two characters like put together in the same movie um, created a lot of. Um, it, to me, created a lot of like um, impediments as far as exploring each of those characters. I understand why they wanted to do it that way. I mean, it had a if A had a good name, like Silver and Black, like you could you could market the hell out of that. It's like two female led characters, like leading this movie, blah blah blah. So I get where y'all are coming from with that, but as far as each individual character, like Black Cat's got an amazing fucking history. Like um like her background is is very, very intense in how she becomes who she is and I think that honestly, like her her history, unlike Venom, um, you know, who they're starting us off with, a- actually has nothing to do with Spider Man. Like the way she becomes Black Cat, she meets Spider Man once she is already Black Cat. So you can explore her uh, formation totally um, without having anything to do with Spider Man and without having to, you know, diverge hardly at all from the comics. So, like, I think that that makes a lot of sense to me as far as her character. And then as far as Silver Sable, I honestly think, like, you're going to be best off holding off on Silver Sable until you know what's going to happen with both Sony and Marvel and Marvel and the recent Fox acquisition. Because so much of, um, you know, her character as this mercenary from this Fictional European country um, Like I think it's Simcaria um, I, I think That's the way I've always pronounced it I'm not sure if that's the way That it is pronounced so that's the way I've always Pronounced it um, it's like right Next to Latveria um, So like the fact that her Like her place of origin Is right next to Dr. Doom's country um, You know the place where He's the ruler I think that You know to me, at least, kind of lends itself more to waiting off on her character um, and having that kind of connection um, be part of those movies and part of um, at least something you could allude to, if not make a direct connection with. So, like, while I agree with Dane I, 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 and he said he could see her character being more, um, you know, viable as far as for a solo movie. Um, I don't ultimately agree with that notion, but I do agree in the sense that um, her character could be viable for a solo movie, um, given that connection and, and um, it, it, which is not ultimately necessary, but I think it adds to the world building. Um, so, like, I would hold off on her, but I would, I would. The one that I would focus on is Black Hat because I think it's a very um, it, it's a s- smaller scale story based in New York with this, you know, strong female character um, who you could definitely cross over with Spider-Man later, uh, just like Venom. I think that is a more, um, a, a more viable character to cross over with him, being that she is New York-based. And, you know, that's, that's where I would go with, with that. But, I, I mean, I look forward to both of those movies. I really do. I think um, they could both be really good, given the right, um, writers, directors, uh, and actresses and actors to, to fill out the roles. And I hope that we get both of them because I'm really pumped to see them. And I'm kind of even more pumped now to know that they are not going to necessarily have to be tied together because, again, my biggest thing was just how do you tie these two characters together? They Like, without, you know, I mean... I, they have some crossover in the comics but you know without really it, it would it would just make things more difficult to try and tell a story of them together and not have um you know a, a, a real uh connection to each character um as um you know who they are and where they come from and all that kind of stuff so I'm I'm more excited to see especially for Black Cat who she is and where she comes from um, and I think you can capture that more with her on her own than you could with um, you know, her in and, 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 and Silver Stable in, in some kind of you know, kinda of almost buddy cop uh type of film. Um so I, I don't know. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think I'm um, as like I said, I'm hoping that they can do both of these movies and they get all the right personnel in place and, and we can get Two super cool movies about these super cool um, heroines.
3: Fair enough. We shall see. We shall see if they even happen. Sony just likes to hear themselves talk, I think, uh, a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. let's see if it yeah, actually happens. DC both. Uh, yeah, 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 fair enough. Uh, At least we ooh, care let's see about see those if it characters. Happens. Yeah, that's a good point. But let's see see if it actually happens. (laughs) Let's see if it actually happens. And if it does, like I said,
2: they do have a good
3: recipe. So it could be something that does end up working. So I'm willing to at least see what the casting looks like for that. Um, But, excuse me, let's move on. Let's talk some DC. Uh, We got some news. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, Warner Brothers reportedly looking for a biracial actress for Black Canary uh, in the birds of prey movie um since we have him this week, I will go to our resident d c uh expert and I'm pretty sure he's become the president over there at d c studios kanan uh what's what's going on with this report uh
5: what's the... uh well i i checked i checked on it uh with another source and um they they are looking well honestly they're they're looking for the right talent so they are looking for uh, oh. a, bi, a biracial actress but they're not necessarily looking for someone that has to be biracial they also are looking at white actresses as well um you know of course there was the report that came out that uh they did offer the role to lady gaga um i asked my source if Uh, They necessarily want someone that can sing. Uh, That's not something that they necessarily have to have. Um, But I I guess because Gaga had that talent, um, you know, they would be looking at her as well. So the names that are in the running, you know, right now, those were on the wish list. I mean, of course, Warner Brothers has not come out and said that they – have had any talks with Blake Lively or Vanessa Kirby or any of those, uh, actresses. So, I mean, there, there is some, uh, truth to that. Um, I think the, the biggest notion is now is just people just trying to fan cast, um, you know, who they, who they would like to, to see as, um, you know, uh, Canary. So everything right now is just, just report, but I mean, Warner Brothers hasn't confirmed anything that's come out so far other than other than the director and that they're making this movie. Yeah,
3: that kind of sounds like Warner Brothers. Um, but their main focus should just be finding someone who's perfect for the role. Color not being something that is <clears throat> of super importance. Uh, for a lot of fans, the, the hair is the biggest thing that a lot of people are concerned with more so than the actual uh, race of the character. So just do a bunch of casting calls and get a really good actress. That's all I care about. Biracial, white, whatever. Just make a really good Black Canary for me. Uh, In a movie, I'm really not that pressed to see. But, Joelle, what are your thoughts on Warner Brothers reportedly looking for a biracial actress for Black Canary?
2: Sure, I I'm fine with it as long as you know they get the aesthetics right. I'm totally fine with whoever they cast as long as she's a good actress and they get the aesthetics right. It's really what it comes down to. I don't really care so much about if she's white or not. Um, it's not necessary if it, if they can find a good uh non-white actress, I'm cool with it. So I really have not, not much else to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you, man.
3: <laughs> Dane, uh, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, I, I, basically similar, man. Um, it doesn't bother me. And I think that there's a big plus that a bunch of insecure white people get mad about it. So it's even more hilarious. Just like Idris does James James Bumble, whatever. that will be there. Um, but, uh, at the same time, um, I don't give a shit. If you get a good enough accurate, what I think, if and here's the thing about these rumors, I don't know what to believe. And I pretty much don't believe anything until it's completely confirmed. Just like they were going for Blake Lively and stuff like that, I think that what Kanan said makes the most sense. They're trying out multiple actresses. These are probably ones they've met with, with uh, Blake Lively, Lady Gaga, and we're hearing little bits and pieces of this type of stuff. So they're probably just trying to find the right actress. Lady Gaga was actually—I uh, mean, I never thought of her, but you know, I enjoyed her on the. Uh, She's in um, the Hotel mm-hmm. of uh, American Horror Story. And I heard she was great in that movie with uh, Bradley Cooper. I forgot his name, but uh, it was about them like a folk uh, singing couple. Um, but she's definitely come a long way as an actress. It's definitely going for a name in that case. That's kind of like why I suggest these. And everyone's gonna realize like, well, the whole biracial people are getting pissed off about that fucking stupid. But anyways, the actress that plays Dinah Drake on on, um, on Arrow, she's biracial. So I mean, if she's white mm-hmm. and Hispanic, white and black. If she's good, just has the blonde hair, like I, like I said, to, to Joelle and, and you guys, like, you know, as long as she has details. The blonde hair I care more about than anything else. Uh, just like Mary did with red hair you know, <laughs> or, or stuff like that. Yeah. that. That bothers me more so than anything else. Um, so if they do that, great. And I even suggested, and I, mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but like, if they're trying to go for a name like Lady Gaga, what if they found an actress that is biracial and is perfect for the role, that, you know, now they're saying that's what they're looking for. They already figured out first. I, I have no idea. But I said Beyonce, and I don't think that's going to happen. I'm sure that people are, are furious because I think Beyonce rubs people the wrong way. I don't know. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's a great entertainer. And, you know, if you're going to tell me that Gal Gadot, the um, before Wonder Woman, was a better actress than Beyonce, I'll just say it. You're crazy. But, you know, I don't think she's anything special. But if they're going for maybe you know, because I think they did that in the limited, Just Unlimited. Limited. When they introduced Black Canary, she was pretending she was a lounge singer to get in this gangster's um, uh, place. Step a canary cry—that's where the whole joke comes from. That's an actual like um, like banshee, it's a horrible noise that like you know screws and discombobulates people so she can beat the shit out of them. So maybe they pretending she's a singer. Cool concept. My personal choice, if we're going for you know this rumor. Um, would be actually Zoe um, Kravitz. I think she's a damn good actress. I've seen her with blonde hair. Um, she is mixed. Her dad is Lenny Kravitz. Um, her mom is Lisa Bonet. Both of them are mixed. And she's got good looks. She looks great with blonde hair. I think she's a good actress. Um, you know, between um, Mad Max and also uh, Dope. And Dope, she has that kind of, like, sexy quality of, like, she's better than everything, you know, that type of thing. So, I could see a lot of different actors playing this role. It just pick the, the best one, basically. I love Black Canary. She's a very important female character, especially to the DC Universe. She's a strong female character, Get the right actors.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts on uh, these recent
4: <clears throat> rumors
3: of a biracial Black Canary casting?
4: I don't care. <laughs> like, in the words of Stan Marsh, don't care, don't care, don't care. Um, it, it it doesn't affect me one way or the other. To me, Black Canary is not, like, is not a character that is symbolic, like, of race. Like, you, it, it, it's not a character like, say, Black Panther, where it's like, they made Black Panther white? What the fuck? You know? Or you know, Captain America, who is, you know, like a, uh, a fifty soldier and a, you know, he was in front of all of the posters and everything else, like, you know, making that character not white would be like, that's a stretch, Luke, you know, Luke but Age. like, yeah, or Luke Cage, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, like, you couldn't make that character like anything other than a, an African American man, like, like, so... But there are characters that you can get by with. It. I mean, we've seen it in, in recent years, with, um, even before the movies came out, with uh, Nick Fury. Like, they made Nick Fury um, African-American after being uh, white for a long time. Um, and then, you know, before the movies released, once they knew Sam Jackson was, was kind of cast in that role, they kind of changed his image from in the comics over to reflect uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, but nevertheless, I it doesn't. It was before
5: that, though. It, it doesn't. Yeah,
2: actually,
4: ultimately, go ahead.
5: Got his permission to do it for the comics before he was ever cast, so that was kind of like a coincidence they
4: cast him in the movies. Well, sure. Okay. Um, thank you for uh, you know getting getting the facts right for me. Um, but nevertheless, like uh, my point being is like. There are certain characters where it doesn't really matter, um, and with Black Canary, I, I think that is a character where her race is not ultimately important. So it doesn't bother me. It doesn't. It doesn't excite me, nor does it bother me that they're going for a biracial actress, if that's indeed what they're doing. Um, I. It, it's fine. It, you know, it's whatever. Like uh, I'm with. I think all of you, and just get. You know, whoever you think is going to be the best um, actress for the role, whoever you know tests tests best, and and you think you can you know market and everything else, um, and yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I will throw uh, a couple other names into the mix: uh, Rashida Jones, anybody um, from Parks mm-hmm. and Rec? Um, she is gorgeous, and right, she. Jumped. Yeah like I mean I think she's actually like yeah. kind of an underrated actress I think she'd be really really good what for it Jones um And I think she could she can almost kind of reflect um kind of like a the, the same kind of role that um Black Widow had like a more experienced role um you know as far as, as far as if she was cast um but I'm also going to throw out there uh, Rihanna I mean she Obviously was just in um, Oceans 8. Um, and she's gorgeous. and you know, um, I think in the same kind of vein as Beyonce, I think, um, she could certainly fit the bill. Um, and you know, I mean, I haven't seen Oceans 8 yet, but her little clips from the previews were very comedic and seemed like she had very good comedic timing and, and, and good acting chops. Um, and again, like Dane said, you you, you had Golga Dott, and you know she she's not like the greatest of actresses, but you know you put the right director behind her, and and you can get a lot out of somebody like that. And um, mm-hmm. I thought she was terrific oh, in Wonder did. Woman. She was my favorite part of BVS by far, um, and I you know I thought, um, I or I think rather that um you could get the same kind of performance out of either Beyonce or Rihanna. Um so I think either one of them would be somebody that I would consider um if they were interested. That's Fair enough. enough.
3: I mean I yeah go ahead Joe.
4: The the guy just saw it recently,
2: the Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Um uh-huh. what's her name? Anna Dharma, I like think her name was she's the mm-hmm. she was the hologram in the in the movie. Yeah. Oh she's, uh, yes. She's a, was she's amazing. Hispanic and yeah, she would be. I think she'd be good. I think she's blonde too, so yeah. it works
4: out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. No, great, definitely great, great choice. Yeah, she was terrific in that. I I actually just watched it again like two or three nights ago, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot like just how good this was.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, the, the, this is a character whose race doesn't matter. Uh, like contrary to what the fans thought before the casting, like Iron Fist. He was, was not Asian, and a lot of people were upset that he was cast as white. And he's like, who do you think Danny Rand always was? Like, Danny Rand was never Asian. What's wrong with you people? Um, so, I mean, listen, the fan base will find a way to complain about it for
4: some odd reason or whatever. But, By the way.
3: Yeah, I don't think race matters for that character.
4: Just just throwing it out there. Um, uh, how could we not? Uh, we, we There's no you way. Up we, no, 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 no. <laughs> Rosario oh. Dawson. There's no way we can leave yeah. her out, right? Like, come on. I love like, Rosario.
1: Yeah, we all love yeah. Rosario
4: Beautiful, Dawson. Like, she, she, can she can do anything she, got she got the blonde wants. Hair. I don't. She can think. do hundreds. And she can She's rock it. I have no doubt about it.
2: Pretty sure. I
3: uh
2: Rosario Dawson or
3: would flirt between the three of those roles, and we <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have an issue with it. Yeah. Um. All right. It, I'd like to say, like, any role so, she wants. Absolutely. Uh. Let's move on. Uh, We got some Batman news. Um, I guess it's legit Batman news. Um, We'll throw rumor out there. Uh, Batman is rumored to go into production uh, next spring, with Ben rumored being listed as producer. Now, as excited as I wanted to get when I saw that, I did then realize producer does not mean he will be in it. So, again... I still have no idea who the hell our Batman is. <laughs> so, so I mean, I, I guess I'm taking that as if he wants to donate his time to at least being producer, I guess. Maybe that means he would still be in it. Who knows? Joel, ease my conscience. Tell me that he's going to be in it. Uh, what are your thoughts on Batman possibly going into production next spring? And the idea of Ben at least being producer for
2: it. I actually mentioned that as a possibility last week when we were talking about it. I'm like, yeah, hey, if he's going to be in it, it'll probably be just as a producer. And that's probably as far as it goes, unfortunately. Right. Um, I don't expect him to come back as an actor at this point. If he does, that'd be a pleasant surprise. But, you know, you think they would have told us by now. Um, I think <laughs> it's just going to end up. If you think, yeah, you know, I don't want to assume. Um, but at the same time, I think he's uh, at the very least going to be probably on as an executive producer or just a producer uh, just so he can get some type of credit for whatever work he did previously, as he did (laughs) hand over the reins to uh, Matt Reeves, uh, even though it's probably not even the same project or (laughs) that it was. So uh, if he's there in some capacity, there's always a chance. Uh, He has a good relationship with Warner Brothers regarding, uh, regardless of how things have went with uh, the DC universe so far. Um, so I think that's as close as uh, we're going to get to uh, Ben as Batman for a while, at least.
3: Yeah, I mean, to me, the, the weirdest thing about it is it would just, to me, be weird. It's like, yeah, guys, yeah, I'm the executive producer or the producer or whatever, but I'm not in it. And it's just like, wait, what?
2: Mm-hmm. So wait, you left the
3: role just to be a accredited name? I don't know. That would just be weird to me. Um,
2: Gets but, paid. <laughs>
3: that That is true. That is yep. true. Uh, Dane, what are your thoughts on Ben possibly being producer for the Batman that might be going into production this spring? Uh, Next spring,
1: sorry. Next spring. Mm -hmm. Well, Matt Reeves said he was involved. There you go, guys. He's involved, right? He's a producer. (laughs) I don't (laughs) fucking give a shit. Fuck this. Fuck this with a flaming pile of dog shit on top. I'm done. I don't really care anymore. Uh, Mouse. To play Batman. Try to like change up the no. whole entire goddamn thing. Just try something else. No, that's the drawing board.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm still no. gonna hold on. I'm still gonna hold on to uh, the idea that he'll come back just for me. Uh, but Canaan, what are you hear? On just for me, strictly for me. On the Batman possibly going into production next spring, and Ben possibly being credited as
5: a producer. Uh, I'll believe it when Warner Brothers says it. I'm, I'm with Dane, man. This Batman stuff is back and forth. And like we talked about last week with Matt Reeves, you know, we asked, you know, if it really settled anything, but it really didn't. In fact, it confused a lot more people. Um, I'm glad that Ben Affleck might be the producer, but it, I think it's more like his name is just going to be on the movie. Uh, because it seems like he's pretty occupied with other films at the moment. And I just mm-hmm. don't think that he's going to have the complete devotion to this film uh, that fans think. So, I mean, whoop do die, his name will be on there, but I do think it would be cool. There was somebody that said that maybe he could narrate the film, like kind of, he's talking about, uh, you know, how he was younger, you know, and then they got somebody else. I mean, that would be cool, I guess, to have been involved somehow, but, I don't know, man. I'm just going to wait till we get something more official. Because right now, Matt Reeves is jerking chains. Warner Brothers is uh, sitting on their hands with this. Uh, and, you know, just I, until we get something more concrete, man, the Batman stuff is just – it's on the back burner uh, for the time being. I, hope I, I mean, the, the youngest rumors – Like the 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 rumors that he's young is just ends up being bullshit,
1: and they actually go for a seventy five year old Batman, but they put it in the normal time. Ed Harris,
5: seventy five. Yeah, like Batman Beyond.
1: (laughs) No, no, don't even do Batman Beyond. Screw Batman Beyond. Do it in normal time with a seventy five year old actor.
2: I agree. Yeah, I want an old, brittle guy. I don't know. That'd
3: be, that'd be fair enough. But even to what you were just saying, Cannon, about someone mentioning uh, him narrating it, the only way I see that is if Ben's like, wait a minute, you guys are telling me I have to do one more appearance is, is Batman? Cool, I'll just narrate the goddamn movie. So I don't have to actually be it, and I'll just narrate it. That's the only way I see him doing something like that, is if he's like, all right, if I have to meet this quota, this is the way I'm going to do it, I'll narrate the shit, I don't want to be in it. Um, besides just doing that. Um, but, I mean, he was, I believe, a credited name on um, Justice League. And I'm pretty sure he <laughs> he was just like, eh, we'll see if we can maybe I'm try smiling. to do this for the Batman. But, um, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, listen, if he does not want to be Batman, I do not want to see his name anywhere near this Batman uh, trilogy anywhere. If you do not want to be Batman, don't be a producer. Don't be a writer. Don't be anything. Just get away, go away, and continue to do great movies as a director and an actor and let John Hamm come in and be the new Batman just so I can get on with life and stop crying. Or out. anybody. Anyway, Nick. Or, no, John Hamm, Joel. No, Hamm or specifically, anybody. Specifically specifically <laughs> Ham. Anyway, Nick. You're going to get <laughs>
2: really hurt, <laughs> hurt soon. I'm just telling you. Stop <laughs> it. It needs to be John Hamm. You're Nick, the only uh,
3: first of all, all Nick you hey, Reynolds words is 82. To be...
1: I actually think he should be 82 years old, so Burt Reynolds is now the oh number God, one choice my God, Sorry. Keep on going. Keep on going. I mean, Burt that Reynolds mustache well. would
3: be pretty dope Keep as Keep the mustache. I, I can't <laughs> lie. <Yeah>. Um, but, <laughs> but, Nick, what are, what are your thoughts about this Batman dilemma?
4: Well, first of all, is no one going to address the fact that the Kanan said jerking chains? Like is that some kind of weird Tennessee <laughs> thing, like Southern, <laughs> like vernacular that never made its way to Georgia? Like I, I have no fucking clue. But that's I've never heard She's that in my whole life. Um, might I might Dude, that's a, that's a that's a
5: that's com- a that's common. It's a common term term to use. Jerking our chains. I mean, I guess I could have said jerking us off, but you know, I don't want to. I you know, I want some that would be people a good to be able thing to, I guess, to us, right? Yeah. yeah, at least I would have known yeah, the fuck what good. you were talking yeah,
2: about. Apple, that would be good,
4: so, so they're not doing That makes that. no fucking sense.
2: I've never heard that in
4: my whole life. Again, I'm just going to say, like, I, I'm just going to assume that's like a, a specific southern vernacular that is exclusive to Tennessee and never made its way to Georgia. Um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, but anyway, um, uh, as far as this whole story, uh, I'm going to accentuate the positives and the fact that we heard that Batman might be shooting in spring of next year is fucking awesome. Finally, we hear some like reasonably good news about when Batman is going to start shooting. Um, as far as Ben being producer or what, like I'm with you guys, I don't give a fuck if he's a producer or what, like no one cares. No one cares whether you are going to produce the film, Ben, um, That being said, you're the bomb in fans, yo. Uh, But, like, just, (laughs) if you're going to be Batman, be Batman. If you're not going to be Batman, don't be Batman. Give us our new Batman, what have you. Uh, But the fact that, you know, we might possibly get the shooting to start next spring, yes, finally. That, to me, is good news, and that is what I am choosing to take from this story.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm less concerned with, shooting dates and more concerned about who the hell, once you start shooting, is actually Batman. That's that's what's looking for. Well, important. I really? doubt they
2: go that far without a casting, so I would hope so. Well, that's what we'll I'm saying.
3: It. That's what I'm looking more forward to, is you telling well, me who's the we'll of Batman. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's, let's do some moving around so we can get to a topic all of us wanted to touch on. Uh, and <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's according to EW, the Academy will be adding the category of most popular film. Uh, Apparently, this will be implemented in 2020. Um, So it seems like they're going, instead of giving respect to a movie like Logan for Best Picture, they're like, eh, no, how can we find a way around that to show support for those movies but not show that much support to it? I know, we'll just do most popular film. Uh, apparently, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Disney um, had a conversation because the Oscars. No one really watched the Oscars last year, um, so I mean, Disney had a conversation uh, with you know with the Academy about kind of opening things up more, like appreciate some of these movies that people are spending like you know a, a lot of money on. They're making huge money in the box office, uh, and they're really good movies. Uh, Dan, I wanted to go to you first. What are your thoughts on the Academy <laughs> bending but not breaking on the idea of implementing these non, you know, typical Oscar-like films into the the Oscar category?
1: All right, it's actually all right, guys. It's Sylvester Stallone is my now my number one choice. He's seventy-two years old, so he's going to be playing <laughs> that way. Um, what 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 are we talking about? Oh yeah. Uh, the the uh, participation trophy uh the 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 uh, chair for the kid that that did really well in class i guess i don't this is fucking bullshit I'm sorry if anyone's happy about this I'm glad you're happy but you really just don't understand how the fucking Oscars work that's what I think, at least um, this to me Damn. is 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 as much a joke hey you want to hear a really funny joke best animation it's bullshit. Just put animated movies that are really good, and now that you have up to ten fucking slots to use for Best Picture, use that. Use them. I mean, you did this because of all the backlash with The Dark Knight the year before. That's why you went from five to ten. So quit doing these bullshit things where there's less films within, you know, let it be the best film wins, basically. I I don't get it. And also, I hate the name of it, Best pop Popular Film. Like, so does... Does that mean that Transformers nominated? I mean, I know if they're going for quality, yep. but popular usually goes with money-making to me. If it was best yep. genre film, great. But you know what? The thing is, people shouldn't be poo-pooing Black Panther. They should be poo-pooing Logan. There's a lot of great fucking movies that deserve to be right up there with your glass house indie film. And I love those movies as well. But I've said quality is quality. At one time, we did not think... About, oh, indie films are the only films that are like this, or, or time period pieces are the only films that qualify for that. It was the best fucking film. So, to me, if a movie qualifies to get into those up to 10 spots for best picture, that's a hell of a lot more impressive than giving. And I, 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 I thought about this, and I've heard a lot of people that agree with me, you know, that I, I respect within the industry, and John Campy, I, I agree with them, man. This is just basically like a participation award, and it, it kind of just degrades genre films and says, like, well, you guys can go over there and you can have your award. Uh, the one thing I do like from this announcement of them cutting down to Oscars three hours and doing a lot of technical awards during the commercial break, and still so they're going to go ahead and, you know, show them on the Internet if you really are that, you know, depth in finding out best uh, sound and, and whatnot. Um, But it won't be taking up the main time, and we can get, you know, I I won't fall asleep while trying to fucking watch the Oscars. They've tried to diversify their academy. They've added a lot more people. I think that's good. But I think that we should have more people that are open-minded with film um, and not looking for a certain type. And I think that that's something that's been collected throughout the narrative of how the Oscars are supposed to be within the last 10 to 15 years. And it's probably because the majority are pretty fucking old and, you know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, to me, uh, I think that we could have used Best Ensemble a hell of a lot more for an Oscar uh, nomination. And I hope it just gets thrown away. I hope it doesn't even fucking make it. Sorry. I don't want to... And fuck, fuck ABC and Disney for basically trying to push this on the Academy so they can get basically Black Panther to get an Oscar. But for me, an Oscar that really doesn't fucking matter compared to the Oscar it should be nominated for. Basically. So I was happy that Logan got Best Adapted Screenplay. I'm not happy by any of this. I think this is all just bullshit. I'm sure that you know people will disagree with me, but that's your thing. I'm going to go back to you know realism. I guess I couldn't well, disagree I mean, with you, you... more.
4: <laughs>
3: go ahead,
1: Nick.
4: Good. Oh well. I guess uh, yeah. I, I guess I'll take my turn here. Um, I uh, no. I I completely disagree with you, Nane, um, Which is rare, uh, but um, it, it, it's fun sure, when, when this gonna... happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh it is. And like I I I just I think you're you're kind of in my opinion, kinda of being closed minded in this situation. Like well, I, I do get, you feel about the thing? Well, I get where you're coming from as far as like like as far as essentially the fact that we've expanded the awards to up to ten nominees. Like why not just have it be 10 nominees and not up to 10 nominees, and then we can nominate all of these various movies and let the best movie win? But here's the thing. Here, here's where I differ um, in that in that train of thought. Um, there are way more movies being made now than there were, say, 20 years ago, um, where you could get a Titanic that would get in there and would be like, wow, this is a great movie, and, you know, it's um, – It's like a big-budget movie, you know, what have you. Well, big-budget movies are not like Titanic anymore, and furthermore, there are way more smaller movies that are really fucking great. Like, A24 is pumping out, like, five movies a year that are all Oscar contenders. So, like, and that's just one studio. So, like, to me, like, I I think it's a... I I don't want to say a necessary evil, but it is necessary to me... Uh, in the sense of to give recognition to these larger budget big uh, films that are trying to, um, uh, you know, appeal to broad audiences, uh, and and you know the fact that the the Oscars are, are like finding essentially saying we we these movies are really popular, um, and and I get what you're saying as far as like this is it's, it. It's totally a ploy, um, as far as um, you know, trying to appeal to uh, audiences that love these movies but don't love the movies that the Academy normally votes for. Um, so I get that, but it doesn't mean these movies are not any any more credible. And sure, like you could say, like yeah, these movies should just be. Thrown into you know the other movies and let the best movie win, but those movies are never going to fucking win. Like Logan was never going to beat Moonlight or La La Land. Like it was never going to well, win. It bad, so, though. or I think that was actually the wrong I mean, year. But, but
2: yeah,
4: yeah. But nevertheless, well, like it, it's just it was never going to compete with those movies. So the fact that you can give like these kind of like, I think Logan put up essentially. I Best think that we block? I think no, we wait, 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 wait.
1: of what I don't, I the don't, level dang, of dang, art dang. is in a
4: movie. Don't don't confuse me saying that no. Logan is not on par with those movies and me saying that it would not win in in the Academy's votes. Like do you think the Academy would have voted
1: for that movie? But I said that. No. I, I but said it that the Academy needs to change their direction and their thought and their procedure of looking poo pooing movies. That are made – and, okay, I'm not talking just about – But that's a argument. Logan is a good example, but that's the argument I was saying, basically, that they don't do it right. They look at movies for having to be a certain type, and they just look down upon certain genre films. And this is their way of okay. being able to get more viewers, great job,
4: oh, you no. know, and try to get people oh, that people like involved. But here's the thing. Like, yes, you, you you're – I won't deny that you're right about that. Like you're absolutely 100% correct. However, th- like that's that's not going to change. And um, the the thing to me is like if you're if you're looking at it from uh, the perspective of of you said like realism is kind of like the way that you ended it. Like I'm I'm going to look at this from a realistic perspective. Realistically, like yes, we want the academy to to change their way of thinking And what have you But that's not going to happen So Like realistically Why I can't we make a that. category That is going to have Like the movies That we all fucking love That we go watch well, And we go see probably. And have those Get the recognition That they deserve
3: Hold on guys Hold on Hold on Let me say this
1: Just you like that's Hold on It's
4: not actually. Let me say this Let me say this They're introducing categories you... All the time Like I mean that's that's my only point, is, like, I'm get, sure the first time they introduced, you know, uh, the best animated feature, like, people were like, huh, fucking best animated feature, who gives a shit? And now get, it's like, when Coco wins best animated feature, like, they're like, yes, we won, and people are, like, excited about it, like, you know?
3: I get I get what you both are saying. Dane, we'll I, I do agree with you. I do take it as a participation award. Uh, I do feel as though with the Academy... That. With the Academy making this a category, all it's saying is, sure, we'll bend on this because and, we're never really gonna, gonna nominate it with those go ahead, short son, sense. go ahead.
1: What I meant by realistic was that's why they're doing this. They don't want to incorporate it in the main thing. They're not going to. They're not gonna change their ways. They should, but realistically right. that's not gonna happen. But right. So okay. this is just like Hey, be happy! These are the popular movies. Let's get viewers, you know. And then they give you right. I mean, I think,
2: that's but that's
4: fun. I think, that's Disney, fun for fans of movies. Like, why is that a bad thing? Yeah, state? but the
1: thing is,
3: it's a bad so thing because let's say, same? let's say for example, let's say for example, Black Panther came out last year when uh, Shape of Water and all those movies came out. I would feel if I was Ryan Coogler, a hundred percent comfortable feeling that I could walk out of that night not only getting Best Picture out of those movies that that were nominated, but also Best best Director, I'd feel extremely, I would feel extremely comfortable
4: that I could have...
3: Black Panther was a better movie than Shonen In your opinion.
4: Yes, exactly. Not in the opinion of the Academy. There's no fucking way that Black Panther would ever beat any of those movies. Which is fine.
3: But hear me. The reason why I say
4: it's a participant. And it, okay, let, let, me me just, let me just – just, just give me 30 seconds at, at, at most. My, my, my biggest point is this. If you're not – like, I get what Dana's saying, like, the, the Academy should change their way of thinking. But in lieu of that, because we know that's not going to happen, why not have an award that recognizes the movies that we all love and we go see as fans of big blockbuster movies – in quote unquote popcorn movies, wherever the fuck, fuck you want here. to call it's them, like, why not give them the recognition that they deserve when we know that the, the other thing is not going to happen? The Academy is not going to change their way of thinking. Because, like, because, like, because not it's, a, it's a cop out.
1: Winning, but, getting nominated, but getting nominated is definitely a possibility. Let's think about uh, Get Out that nominated last year and just taking these movies really, with really. You can still get you know, nominated. With the horror, with the books. But that's the whole point. They have but they don't get nominated. I'm not going to say.
3: There's a
4: lot of they that aren't do. To
0: win. Just, they they just said Get win. Out got nominated. No, but do From you Logan think is...
3: Black Panther was original? Okay, hold on, hold on. Before we go any further, Joel, what are your thoughts on the Academy opening up most popular
2: uh, award? Oh yeah. Uh, I've never been a big uh, award show guy. Uh, Oscars, I watch here and there. Uh, my movies, the movies I go out and pay money to watch, usually never get any type of recognition, except that the fucking MTV movie Awards. honestly. <laughs> so, um, that's <laughs> just the truth. That's just, that's me. I don't, uh, I've more recently, uh, last couple of years, I've watched more Oscar worthy movies, you know, but, <clears throat> but these movies, I get it. Like I understood why they did it. I don't I don't have to agree with it, and I don't. I I, do, I kind of do feel it's a cop-out myself. So I, I see where you're coming from. It does feel like a fucking participation trophy. Thanks for coming. You'll never win the big thing because we don't respect you like that. But, <laughs> you know, here's something, just so you know, there's some recognition. But you have a point. There's a lot of movies out there. A lot of them are going to be in competition. But the Academy, the way they think, just like Dan was saying, is never going to let them go over the hump to, to vote for one of our our type of genre movies to make it. Now, we've gotten closer over the years and and they've expanded to 10. So you think there'd be more chances to, for others to get nominated and, and get in there. And, but now you've kind of, you gave them an out. So with this new one, now they don't have to technically nominate them for best film because they could get into the most popular vote because that's what they do. They, they sneak other movies and call them comedies when they shouldn't be fucking comedies. And you think they're not going to do that now with this new one? So that's just how I feel. I think it's all fucking weird and bullshit.
4: I have a question, just a quick question for everybody, Um, just real quick, and then I'll shut up and I'll let everybody finish, Um, because I'm obviously the outlier here. Um, Does anybody think that introducing this award will mean that movies that deserve, like legitimately deserve in the Academy's eyes, not in our eyes, but in the Academy's eyes, they legitimately deserve a nomination for quote-unquote best picture that they will not get that nomination because there is now this category that they could be thrown into. Do you think that that will happen? No, I, I
3: think, I think, I, I think what, I think what it makes them more comfortable of is saying we won't have to face the backlash of it not winning because they have their own category. So it's like, even if yeah. we feel as though it, it's a movie that deserves to win, they're going to be like, Oh no, 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 don't worry. We gave it most popular film. So you're good. You got that. And we can give yeah. this to something we deem more, more, best uh, genre film. more worthy I, my, yeah. my biggest issue with it, worth of the worth of I was saying, I agree with you, Dane. And I want to say Disney's not slick for of the worth of the worth of as though of the worth 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 of making these of we feel of though worth are the worth of and it not getting what we deem as proper recognition. So then the Academy was like, you know what? Sure, most popular film. There you go. We can find a happy medium. There you go. You can have that. Because I, I love Black Panther feeling as though Ryan Coogler could, depending on what the other movies are that are going to be coming out around the whole Oscar season, Ryan Coogler, at least, if you want to say Black Panther isn't best film, whatever, isn't worthy of it, whatever. Ryan Coogler, I feel as though, deserves, best director for what he did with Black Panther.
4: He deserves to be nominated. If you There's say he doesn't deserve to win, for best director, cool. there is no fucking way he's gonna get a best director nod unless the what I'm season say, is devoid of any good movie. We haven't that's seen all any that's all well, I'm saying movie out, yeah. Well I will yeah, say no this, no, That's, Juwan, what will say that's this. just what if, I felt if, when it, I left if it. if Black Panther gets nominated for Best Picture and Best like quote unquote blockbuster or fan movie or whatever the fuck they're gonna call this award. Well, it's not gonna be until mm-hmm. twenty twenty. But like, if it gets nominated, like, like it could get nominated for both. Like that's that's the thing that's cool to me is like it can it can still it, like any of these films still have the potential to win. It's just that like we know the likelihood of that is but so slim to none. But and like the fact that they can win something else is cool to me. Like like, good. But Nick, how like,
1: often does Best Animation, like any of those films, ever go up for the Best Oscar too? They made the Best Animation
0: yeah. to get,
1: yeah. you know, them off of that whole entire thing, so it was just more movies Because, you know, Beauty and the Beast has been nominated before, I think Toy Story was, but it was far and in between, so they gave something to the animation, but honestly, with animation, even more so than these popular films, there's not enough of those films during the year compared to the ones for the main Oscars, so it's kind of a a bullshit category. Usually, it's it's the biggest five films that came out are nominated, and then one of them wins. But really, it seems like a cop out thing. That's uh, that's a better comparison, I think, is with best
4: animation. right uh, yes. I mean, I uh, just well, I just disagree. I mean, I think I then. think best animation is a great category, and I think the fact that like say but that's something not like, what I'm saying. I think do, do do
1: animated movies make it for best Oscar now
4: that the best animation
1: has been implemented. When's the last time? you know, something got nominated. For oh, I okay. Yeah. No, I, I uh,
4: yeah, you know, I, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, uh, to me, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a worthy argument. Um, but at the same time, like, again, what I go back to is the fact that like more movies are being made than were being made in say 1992, 93, whenever beauty and the beast was nominated. Um, like I said you got a twenty four churning out five oscar worthy movies a year like so that's one studio that is like specifically targeted at like those kinds of low budget oscar worthy movies They did moonlight um they did they've done a shit ton of movies um and 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 you know the fact that you have those studios churning out those amount of movies to me means you you should do more categories because you know, your animated films, your your big budget films, they're just a lot less likely to win when you have, you know, let's say you have five movies that are on par with The Crying Game, you know, like from 93. Like, I think The Crying Game won that year. Um, but when you have five of those, you're not going to be able to get a Beauty and the Beast in the category because the the... the the Academy is going to say, well, we like all of these movies that were on par with The Crying Game more than we like some animated movies. So, I mean, it, it, it's just, it, it, it's, it's a, to me it boils down to, it's like supply and demand, and you have so much supply, so you need to increase demand, and you need to increase, um, you know, separate categories in which these other movies can be recognized.
3: Well, let me, let me ask, before we go any further, Kanan, what are your thoughts? on uh this new category being brought up for the uh the Oscars for most popular
5: film. Uh I think it's an M T V awards uh, category. I don't think it should be in the Oscars. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like almost if you get the most popular movie award it's a slap in the face, man. I think it's I think it's gonna appease a lot of people that feel like, oh my God My favorite Marvel movie or my favorite DC movie got an Oscar and they can rub it in each other's faces and fuel the fan war even more. But honestly, if your movie is not considered worthy enough to the Academy to put for best picture, if your director's not good enough for best director, then that's just what it is. They're not going to put it there. But this is exactly what it is. That's an MTV award type category, best kiss, most popular film. Uh, stuff like that. I mean, it's it's a consolation prize. It's like, hey, Slugger, yeah. you gave it your best, but here you go, here's your... I mean, and, and honestly, if, I feel like it cheapens the awards because you're going to go up there and accept that, but you're knowing that your movie wasn't good enough to be nominated for Best Picture or Best Director, you know, whatever, you know, it is, but you got Best uh, Most Popular, like... I mean, and exactly what Dane said, I mean that opens the doors for all kinds of movies like Transformers and stuff like that like Transformers is great popcorn flick if you like that kind of stuff, but it has no business ever being in now maybe visual effects. I could see maybe that, but as far as like most popular film or you know stuff like that no it, it's a it's an m t v uh and I'm almost you know I even said it on twitter you know when are when are they gonna start handing out moon men? At the Academy Awards, because that's exactly what they're headed. It's the MTV Academy Awards. That's where they're going. With I that. mean, it,
3: it it makes me nervous because it's like I, I am I am curious to see what they deem the most popular film of the year. Like what what is what is the criteria for you to deem it the most popular film of that year? Like, are you going by box office? Electoral fam- vote.
4: Like what? <laughs> Say <it> again, Nick? <laughs> Electoral vote. <laughs>
3: um, i mean i mean that's that to the only thing that makes sense to me <laughs> that to me is a, it. Con, it, it is a true concern like you know like let's say let's say that this existed in the year of b v s and Civil War and they gave it to b v s over Civil War because they deemed that to be the more popular
4: popular film
3: i would be like wait what
4: that's a that's huh? a very far out there um analogy but even not still, necessarily Yes, it they is. They could have because, deemed that as a more no, popular film. No, because that that was way divisive. Like that would be like saying I Star probably Wars would have been nominated. <laughs> but that's it. Probably would have been nominated, but wouldn't have won. Um, but that would be like saying uh, the Last Jedi won it over what, what was the biggest like blockbuster film last year? I don't fucking know. Um, Get Out. Let's say, but like Last Jedi won it over Get Out. Like, but like still, again, like. If you're the if you're the creator of that movie, you just want a fucking Oscar. Like you're fucking excited. You're like, Yes, I just want a fucking Oscar. Like I I, I don't I, think I, so. Joel, you especially baffle me here. All the rest of the people I can understand, but like like you especially, because you're like you're the person who's like, I don't want to see people not succeed. Like we've had this conversation plenty of times as it pertains to basketball. And it's like like for them to get recognition for something that they created, like, regardless of how it's perceived, whether it's, you know, it's an MTV movie award or it's it's a participation award or whatever anybody wants to call it, like, you just won an Oscar. No one can take that away from you. Like, that is fucking awesome, and I love it. And you weren't going to win an Oscar otherwise.
5: As a filmmaker, I would rather win a fucking Razzie award than some consolation prize that <laughs> the on. Oscar gave let me. He's not a filmmaker, because,
3: so I don't hold on. care about no even no no that matter.
5: Are no you a part of the film No self-respecting <laughs> filmmaker.
4: <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. That's like saying no filmmaker. self-respecting animator cares about winning best animated picture. <laughs> yes, they do. they do. They do. They care about it. They like it. They it, like the fact that they out. won an Oscar. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. Let
3: me ask you this. Wasn't that uh, – Joelle, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't Wasn't there a the year where – um, uh, yeah, hold on. We're, we're going to yes, move on yes to another is. topic. I just had one last question for, for, for Nick. Wasn't there a year where someone won an MVP given by the NBA and then they had another award for an award show that they gave the award to a different player? Wasn't that Harden in, and in, in, um, in, in Curry or, or, or something like that like a few years
4: back? Uh, I do not know. Mender, right? I have no idea. I mean, I've, yeah, I've heard that brought up. I've heard that brought up plenty of times by Rachel Nichols. Like we need to have an MVP award, and then right like, because like, she
3: she based that around the the first year they did that award show. Curry won it from the NBA, and then they did a show based on the fans voting, and they were saying the people wanted Harden to win. The league had had Curry win. And it was sure. a matter of like, if I'm that's hard and sure, debate. I got yeah. If I'm hard and sure, I got the award. But this guy got the real award. That's the award I want. I, I'd be more pressed to even just be yeah, given so that like, award
4: like, over just a participation. Award. Wait, here's the thing. I get, I get where you're coming from. But here's the thing. It's like, it's like, does that, does, does that award, um, like. You essentially okay. So you got the fan award, or if if you're looking at it from from Rachel's uh, uh, point of view, um, you're like, let's say you don't win the MVP, but you win um, the quote unquote you know best player of the of the season, what have you. Like if they ever split that, like yeah, you're still going to want to strive to win the MVP. But it's like, hey man, at least I got some recognition. Like yeah, maybe it stings a little bit, but like. Still, I think in in the long run, you would still be happy that you got um, you got that amount of recognition from somebody. Like yeah, and, I te- and, I, I tell and you- two, I think this is I think this is ultimately a little bit different because it's you're not comparing to me at least. You're not comparing um, Steph Curry and James Harden. You're you're more comparing like say Steph Curry and Carmelo Anthony. Like, those are two, like, Carmelo Anthony, like, going to sell out seats, all-star, what have you, but he's not going to win the MVP. He's never in the running for the MVP. But, you know, if he can win some kind of award, like, he's going to be fucking happy about that.
3: Us being a podcast, there is a such thing as uh, an award, like, awards for, like, best podcasts and stuff like that. We'll revisit this if we get nominated in a category that we deem not as great as the other ones even though we know our podcast is the
4: shit. So we would revisit care. Once we get
3: to that level?
4: I would definitely care. Sure.
3: Um but let's let's move on. Uh, I think you, you would be happy game. just
4: to be nominated, but yes, let's move on.
3: I think I would shit on the award show nonetheless. But let's move
4: on. Um, I don't think um, you would vocalize because, that, but I'm just I'm just probably saying. Not. But um, <laughs> we got some
3: pretty big news uh I so to me. Um so I appreciate it.
2: this is a huge topic. Oh.
3: Apparently uh on Joan
2: Joanne is on. You gotta you know switch up Oh wait, bit. sorry.
3: Can you hear me? Yeah. Is
4: this yeah.
3: better? Okay, cool, sorry. Yep. Um apparently Antoine Farquah, uh name, I hate his last name so much. Um Foucault. is apparently planning a Foucault. meet with yeah. Kevin Don't say Foucault. Foucault. Yeah, that's all I want to say. Um, Apparently is planning to meet Kevin Feige to discuss a Marvel project. So let's go around. Dane, I'm going to start with you since you posted the article in here for us. Um, What project do you think he is having a meeting with Kevin Feige about?
1: All right, so my my new choice is actually going to be 63 years old, Denzel Washington. I think that he should play the new Batman. So, um, oh, yeah, so anyway, uh, this guy said Antoine Fluqua. So I automatically went to that. Um, awesome, dude. I love Antoine Fluqua as a director. I love The Equalizer. Um, I'm a huge fan of, damn, Why Can't I Training Day? Um, I think that he's an incredible director. And um, I don't know necessarily what project uh, he could be working on. I mean, there, there's a multiple, multiple films. Uh, I kind of personally, because I've been waiting for this character to be explored. And maybe they can do it in a movie, but to do a really dark and gritty um, version of Blade. And what I mean by that is, like, I love the original ones with Guillermo del Toro, but, like, maybe less, like, mythical presence and, and stuff like that, which I did love about those movies, don't get me wrong. The more gritty, like, 30 Days of Night or John Car- Carpenter's Vampires with James Wood, like that type of ruthless vampires and him directing... A new person, or even maybe an older Wesley Snipes, if they want to go about that, I don't think that they probably should. Maybe introduce the daughter. I have no idea, but you could do a lot with that lore, maybe make Dracula the villain, and I think that Anton could really do well with that type of dynamic. I also liked his uh, remake of, um, not the good, the bad, and the ugly. What the hell did he make? Um, the Magnificent Seven. I, it, was, uh, it wasn't as good obviously, yeah, as the original. but It was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I somehow get Denzel involved. Maybe he's Dracula. I don't know. Ooh. yeah. I mean, Well, Something from the...
4: Transylvania. That's kind of.
3: <laughs> I, hey, yeah. listen. If anyone could pull that off, it'd be Denzel. Uh, he can pull in his off in unique of way. Um, Kanan, what do you think this mystery meeting is about? What film would you would you uh,
5: assume that they'd be talking about? Um. I, I well, I mean, I'm sure Blade could, could be a possibility. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it's gonna. I think he's definitely gonna be uh, kind of a dark, gritty type movie because um, I don't see him doing anything cosmic or anything with the Eternals. Um, um, I mean, it's gonna be a couple years before they get the X Men. So I guess it's really uh, dependent on his schedule if they want something really soon. Um, I know that, that we just got that report that they almost teased Moon Knight um, in Iron Fist, so I could maybe see Antoine do it, bring in Moon Knight to um, to Ooh. the big screen. Um, but other than that, I mean, maybe possibly do something, um, you know, X Men related if it's in a couple of years. Um, but like I said, I, I think I think Blade or. Or even Moon Knight would be more in his wheelhouse, just kind of that uh, that gritty action type street uh, type film. I think would would, would fit pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, unless he's going to bring it to Netflix, then you know, you know, maybe do something with that. But no, I mean, it's really interesting, man. And if they get him, I mean, I think that could be uh, a huge get for sure. Yeah, uh, no, ab- absolutely. Uh, Joel,
3: wh- what do you think this mystery project is? Uh, if he gets signed on, uh, they'll probably be talking about him doing
2: I think it's exploratory. I think it's, there are many options. I don't think it's specifically to one thing. Because uh, I've heard they've, they've had other directors in the talk uh, about possible future engagements. So I think it's the same. He's a big uh, name director. People will recognize him. Until uh, so I think it, it, I, I can't specifically name anything because those names—I mean, you named a couple good, great ones actually for his type, especially Blade and Moon Knight—but I, I much prefer to see them on television and on uh, in the big screen. But I, I do think it's a Blue Marble—it's Blue Marble—that would be fun. I was—I was only saying that as a joke, <laughs> but Blue Marble with uh, Denzel would be great too. <laughs> they want to go in that direction. <laughs> um, That'd be different. That'd be really cool, but different. Um, I'd be down for that. But, yeah, I don't think it's anything specific. I think they're just trying out different movies. They threw out, like, a, what are you interested in? What do you have available type of thing? And then they'll either hear to say yes or no or maybe later. And I think that's all it really is right now.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, it, it definitely could, could be in that wheelhouse. I was saying, and like I said before, you and Dane were –
2: a hundred percent correct.
3: I mean, this is just me grasping at straws here, but I, I, for some reason, some odd reason is just my own craziness. I do not think Ryan Coogler will be back for part two of black Panther. Um, I, I really think it's an issue um, mainly because Kevin Feige, I want to say months ago was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not rushing him. You know, he, he was only under contract for that one film. Uh, So we're waiting to lock him in, but we're not doing a Black Panther 2 unless it's with Ryan. And then it's like, wait, hold on. So if he says he doesn't want to do a part two, you're not going to do a sequel to Black Panther? Antoine, to me, would be someone that that could definitely pull off a a Black Panther 2. And I don't think he would would make it bad or anything. I think he would definitely do uh, something really good with it and find a way to implement Denzel in it, which would be even better. Um, so, I mean, that was what I always pictured because it was just, it was weird to me that Ryan hadn't committed to, uh, to a new deal yet. I mean, we're still in the same year that the movie came out. So that's not too weird. Um, it's more weird that they didn't sign him for multiple films to begin with. Uh, but maybe that was something he had asked for. He had just wanted to do one, see how that did, then move on from there. Um, but there's so much that, that, uh, uh, Antoine could do. Dane, you said you liked that. What was it? Seven. Whatever. Whatever it was called. Whatever that movie was called. Magnificent, seven, and, magnificent uh, seven. Magnificent Seven. Who knows? Maybe Antoine takes t- takes a jab at Fantastic Four. I truly believe whatever movie, mm. if he does sign they on with Marvel, numbers. he does.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Exactly. I think that <laughs> might be a thing for equal grounds. Um, <laughs> Denzel Washington is Ben Grimm. Exactly. We well, all we're, we're I think if he does if he does sign this deal, I think it'll be a movie that catches us off guard. It won't be uh it won't be with uh, a project that we think fits him. It'll be something he might go out of his wheelhouse to try to to try to do. Uh I think if he's having this meeting, he must be a fan. Uh so maybe there's a specific character in the Marvel world that he really wants to sink his teeth in. So I'm really interested, but I'd love to see what he would do with Fantastic Four. Maybe he'll do Life in Inhumans. A great too.
0: Oh, oh God.
3: No, no. I was just telling someone this ah. the other day. The fact that we now have Fantastic <laughs> Four and X-Men back, I don't think I ever need Inhumans as a movie. Like, just no. do it as a show now.
4: I don't think no. I need it as a movie. Don't anymore. even do it as a show. In- just leave it alone. Let, it, <laughs> let, it <die. laughs> let the past die. Uh, the fuck fuck yeah, Nick, what do you... What do, you, what do you think this mystery project could be? Uh well, I now know what uh it, it feels like, Joel, to have like what you think is a really good idea and then have someone else say it before it get it gets past to you. Um because I was totally I was totally gonna say, um I I definitely think Denzel could be Mark Spector, um because that's a character that has no definable race. Um, so he could totally be Mark Spector in a Moon Knight movie, um, and like Antoine Fuqua, the, the, the Fouqua or whatever, um, to to direct it like would be perfect. Like that would be great. That would be awesome. Um, I would love to see that. Um, I definitely think like Denzel and that sort of role of having all of these various personalities and everything. Like that is a that is something. That I think would almost kind of harken back to um, the movie Fallen. I don't know if any of y'all have seen that, but like, um, you know, he he's he did. He's not dealing with split personalities, but he's dealing with like a, a demon trying to um, like mm-hmm. like incorporate all the all these different bodies, and he's trying to figure out this this, this mystery, this crime this yeah, mystery. Movie, by the way. And, yeah, it's a great movie, and it's like driving him crazy. And once he finally figures it out, he like you know you know, tries to figure out a plan to defeat this demon. Um, But anyway, um, you know, like, I think that kind of film, that kind of character could really intrigue Denzel, um, more so than I think any other character, like, more so than Blade or more so than, um, like, any other character that I can come up with off the top of my head. Um, So I think, like, having him do, like, a, a, a movie like that would be... Ideal, in my opinion, I would I would totally sign up to see that movie, and I think a, a ton of other people would too. Um, and you know, I think uh, the fact that he was able to pull off the Magnificent Seven and make it as gritty as it was, with it still being PG thirteen, kind of as we were talking about Venom earlier, um, like how do you pull off that kind of movie in that in that um, hemisphere of PG thirteen? I think he could pull it off, and the fact that you know that um, Kevin Feige has stated that you know we're maybe not going to be doing phases anymore. We're gonna you know kind of have movies more standalone. I think kind of adds to some intrigue and some possibility that you know a Moon Knight movie could be a possibility, um, and maybe just gonna throw this out there. Maybe the fact that we didn't get Moon Knight in the in Iron Fist season two is because Kevin Feige came down and was like no 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 no. I I I got some plans for this this character. So, um just going to throw that out there. It's pure speculation, but um Thanks, maybe sir. it's all tied together.
3: I mean, let's 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 also not forget Steven uh D Knight is working on some mystery projects uh sure. for I, it was either well, Netflix working on, Netflix on or Jupiter's Marvel Legacy,
2: Legacy. Netflix. Netflix He's working on Netflix. It was Jupiter's Netflix. Legacy. Netflix. Netflix.
3: Right. Someone threw, uh, <clears throat> threw Moon Knight out. And I can't remember what his response was, uh, but it was kind of funny. But I think him or Antoine would do really great things with Moon Knight. And the fact that you wanted him in Iron Fist Season 2 means a lot. Uh, <laughs> means a lot because I think it would have fit. Um, but, yeah, I, I think all of us want him to be a part of the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe because he can only do good things. Uh, coming in and joining. I, I'm more curious as to these other directors Kevin Feige was talking to um, and where they, you know, who they are exactly, what they've worked on before, how they can fit into the uh, the MCU. Kevin Feige is just doing huge things, man. It's only going to get bigger and better. Um, I did want to throw one more thing around very quickly uh, to kind of get you guys' responses on it. Apparently, uh, there was a report of a conversation um, that a studio had about Bond uh, and who they would like to be playing Bond, but then it came out that that whole rumor was false. Um, But after Daniel Craig is done with this up-and-coming James Bond film, uh, I think we all agree Idris Elba is the way to go, but I did want to ask this. What would intrigue you more, changing James Bond's race or his Gender, Joel.
2: I'll go to you first. What what was the question again?
3: What would be more intriguing, changing James Bond's race or his gender? Because there's also been rumors of them looking for a female James Bond.
2: Yeah, I'm more intrigued by changing his race, honestly. Changing his gender just I don't doesn't bother. It bothers me a little more if it was a gender change than a race change because it's always been James Bond. Not James Bond if he changes race. I mean, change of gender, in my opinion. So to me, it's a it's a bigger jump. So I would be more intrigued by a new race of James Bond more so than a, a gender swap.
3: Fair enough, uh, Dane. I'll go to you
1: next. I hope Marvel is talking to Woody Allen, um,
4: the director. I could definitely. See. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I don't think that. <laughs> um, I don't think that's okay to uh, say yes. anymore, Dane. <laughs> oh, uh, Woody Allen, oh, Howard sorry, the Duck I, movie. I, Woody
1: Allen, uh, yeah.
4: How about this, Woody Allen? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, i definitely say a race change bothers me less uh, just because... I mean, the, the race change doesn't fucking bother me at all. I think that's actually really intriguing to have Idris but Him and Henry Cavill are my two top choices. The only reason I'd want... Well, the thing is Henry Cavill's playing Superman, too. I want to see Idris Elba in another superhero franchise but what a better fucking character is Team I mean, it has, like, a little more balls to it. So, if he could do both, great. I think he'd be a great James Bond. And to me... Uh, just the, the concept of people freaking the fuck out about it. I think it's hilarious. Um, you know, we, we dealt with James Bond going back to Sean Connery uh, with the original Mythos. He, there would be a different agent playing James Bond that would always be the same age, but all the people around him, Moneypenny, you know, all of them would get older, all the way to, you know, when Pierce Bronson was doing it. All the people, all of them got older shit. Then they fucking rebooted it with Daniel Craig, all, all gloves are off. I've always perceived that James Bond was a code name with a code number, basically. If it there was an agent, special, whatever. And I know someone's going to give me some fucking book or the original. I don't give a shit. Hitters Elbow would kill that role. Him or Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd say. And a female one, you can do something else, like an offshoot one. Uh, J- James Bond, sure. That would work, I guess. Joyce Darren,
2: Yeah.
3: That's exactly who I would want if, if you went that route. Uh, great pick, Dane. Uh, Canon. What are your thoughts?
2: Um,
5: I mean, I think the I think the race. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind a female bond. I mean, if that's the, kind of the way they wanted to go, but I mean, I, I definitely think um, I'd be more intrigued with you know the race. And honestly, I really, I mean, it really doesn't matter to me. I think it just comes down to who's who's going to be the better actor. Um. Would I like to see Elba? Yes. But I think from what I've heard, they want someone that can be locked down for many movies to come. And I think uh, Elba's age might kind of limit him from being able to uh, fulfill that. Um, I would like to see somebody like Henry Cavill get it. Um, but if they found somebody else that, uh, you know, fits that description, that I mean, that's fine. I mean, whether they be black, Hispanic, white, I mean, whatever. Uh, I don't think they'll go necessarily the, the woman route. I mean, I think we kind of have gotten the taste of kind of the 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 woman bond a little bit with um, uh, Atomic Blonde, and I heard they're doing a sequel to that. But, I mean, if they wanted to go female, that'd be they'd be fine as well. So, uh, I mean, Bond films are great, so the more the merrier. Absolutely. I mean, hell, I, I'd take more Daniel Craig ones, uh, as long as they're
3: good movies, because <laughs> uh, that kind of dipped yeah. off a little bit. Um, but Nick, what are your thoughts? What
4: what would intrigue
3: I'm, you more, race change or gender?
4: I've been last for like ninety percent of the topics on this show, and this aggression will not stand, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, I, I, it, it's I, as far as like race change, gender change, what have you. It's 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 all it's all good to me. Like I I I really don't care. Um, like Dane said, like. I don't necessarily think that they've they put that much thought into it as, as much as Dane said, like, as far as James Bond and 007 being a moniker that is passed from person to person. Um, but nevertheless, I think it's more just, it's kind of more like the, the uh, Fox Marvel universe where they don't worry too much about continuity. I think that's really more what it boils down to. Um, and so they just make movies and they, they have various, James Bond's and they have various M's and they have various money pennies and etc. Um, but nevertheless, um, I would be totally down for Idris. I would, I would love to see that. Um, I would actually like, if you're asking me, I, I would love to see Henry Cavill, Idris Elba, and like a female um, British actress, like all be in a James Bond movie to like reboot the whole thing and make it more of a connective universe. Um, and have, like, Idris Elvis character be, like, a very integral character that could, like, steal the show and, and have his own movie, and then having the, whoever the the female character is, like, th- the same thing. And, and, and so that way you could have James Bond movies and then Idris Elvis character's movies, and then, like, let's just say Kate Beckinsale is, is the chick and, like, have her own movies. Um, like, that, to me, would be even, like, way cooler um, but, like, however they want to do it, it's all good with me. I would be totally down for Idris Elba. And, you know, to me, like Kanan said, like, maybe Idris Elba doesn't want to sign on for, like, like you know, various movies. Like, to me, that doesn't matter, because it's James Bond. Like, uh, uh, uh Timothy Lazenby, uh, or, no, Timothy Dalton, uh, uh, only did two movies. George Lazenby only did one movie. Like, that it's the fine. First one, like was <laughs> what George Lazenby? Yeah,
2: was yeah, he the he first?
4: Did. No, no, no. That was Sean Connery, bro. Um, no, no, dude, it he he was, was, was the, no, it was before. That was no, it was before. No, it wasn't, dude. Don't question was, my don't knowledge, brother. On Her Majesty's Secret he Service was nineteen sixty-seven and or okay. sixty-nine. It was either sixty-seven or sixty-nine. I, w- I can't. I can't remember exactly. I, I won't question. Um, all right, seven, no, we, okay. got, oh, no, the, on, we got Hold on, hold <laughs> on. Go ahead. It, it was sixty nine, but like he only did one, and that you know he was not the first. But anyway, go ahead, Dorn.
3: No, because we got less than I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 60 yeah. Second. Yeah. Uh, yeah I wasn't thank already, you guys. guys. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. This was a very fun, fun and hilarious episode of Geek Vibes Live. I wanted to give a huge shout out to Wallace Bay. We did an interview with her. Amazing um, uh, guest. She answered so many questions. Can't wait to talk to her again right before the start of Krypton. Uh make sure you guys go check out the website, gvnation.com. Uh Kanan, Joel, Nick, Dane, thank you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. So peace peace. peace. peace
5: the
1: team.